Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. Our number two live in Los Angeles. It is the herd wherever you may be and However, you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Nick Wright in a few minutes stops by. All-star game tonight in Seattle. I will be watching. Very excited. Seattle is beautiful. Especially in the summer when the sun's out. Guns out. It's a beautiful city. Boats everywhere. Lake Union. Cat- oh, just so many nice parts of the city. Mount Rainier will be in the backdrop. I grew up in that Went, uh, you know, camping with the parents. A little camper up there with my sister Marlene. Bicycles around the campfire. Whenever I ha- smell a campfire, it's the first thing I think of, Mount Rainier. Is this going to segue into another 1970s rant? <laughs> you love those. We're averaging now one every other day for the, you know, 60 and up crowd listening. Hey, those people love me. They do. Now, none of them were at the UFC card, but he was young people. Yeah. But I saw Mark Wahlberg, and uh, I shook, oh, shook Marky his hand. Oh, Marky Mark. Saw Marky Mark. He was, uh, Marky Mark went out of his way. Such a nice guy. Always has been to me. And Guy Fieri, talk with him. Wait, wait Marky Mark went out of his way to what? I, I, he, some guy was walking through the crowd, and I looked at him, and it was uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, wow. He's always thoughtful. He's pretty jacked, huh? He is jacked. Yeah. Nice guy. And uh, Guy Fieri and I were in line. Okay. I don't. I, really, love Guy I don't really know his work. He's like a. He does a, a lot of charities. A very nice guy. That's Gets, great. Yeah. Is he a chef? He's a very popular yeah. chef and restaurateur. I mean, I consider myself a foodie, but I don't watch. I've never watched a second of any food cooking show or none of that stuff. I watched Bobby Flay, all those guys. Late Anthony Bourdain read I'd one of his books. I'd rather watch Vanilla Sky for the seventeenth time. <laughs> I would not. Yeah, so I, that's not my that's not my jam. I, I like the food guys. So it was a, it was a lot of celebrities there. A lot of people uh, upset that people shook uh, Trump's hand. 
Dana White walked in with him. Trump was walking around. Other side of the ring, I didn't really see him. But, uh, you know, people. Colin, I think I saw you drop a name out of your pocket there. You might want to pick it up before Nick Wright checks in. I am in really name-dropping. Big time. I'm going to go to a UFC card in a couple of weeks as well. I'm very excited for that. Is that That's in Utah. Yeah, I would I would like to uh, be at the All-Star Game, but just scheduling and yeah. think there's things going on. i got to do this show and stuff. Am I going to get an invite to the next UFC or another snub? You want to go? You can go. It's fun. You never I, got. You got a lot of kids. You got. I got a lot. lot of, I got a lot going on. I know. Uh, we're trying to get Taylor Swift tickets. Still, we got yeah. a trip coming up. Like, yeah. Eh, See, that's what happens tough. in the summer. Life. Life. So, Shohei Otani, best player in baseball, does not have Major League Baseball's top-selling jersey. It's found out today. I discovered today. It's number two. He also got fewer All-Star votes than Ronald Ocuna Jr. for the Atlanta Braves, and that's okay because Ronald Ocuna Jr. is great. And the Braves have an enormous fan base. Uh, if you have not followed baseball so far in the season, here's an update. Atlanta is easily the best team in baseball uh, at the All-Star break. Well run, likely will win their seventh division title in 11 years. They're in the same division as the perpetually underachieving Mets. And I was thinking about this this morning is the Braves once again have a dominant great team. Uh, they've won the last five division titles. They got a World Series. They're 27 and 6 since the start of June. <laughs> and the Mets are desperate to be relevant, perpetually underwhelming, and mostly poorly run my entire life. Since moving to Atlanta in 1966, the Braves have more wins over the Mets than any other team. And that sums it up. The last 10 times they've played, the Braves have won nine. That's because they always dominate the Mets. I know, get defensive, Met fans, but this is what culture is all about. The Wilpons couldn't create it. Steve Cohen tried to buy it. It doesn't work that way. The Braves have a great farm system. They're very good with international players. Uh, you know, they occasionally do not want to get into bidding wars. Freddie Freeman leaves, go to the Dodgers. They've usually got a viable replacement, a young emerging ascending star, that's the way the Braves do business. If you've ever been to the South or lived there, it is shocking how popular the Braves are. They own seven or eight states. When you go to the South, you see SEC football hats and Braves hats everywhere. You go to New York, you see Yankee hats everywhere. So uh, Mets have three of the top 10 paid players in baseball. They're 18 and a half games back. They're completely reliant uh, to Alonzo to get power hitting or they don't have much. So uh, it's not a surprise if you've not watched the baseball season so far. The Braves are once again well run, dominant, on fire, hottest team, and right now the favorite to win another World Series. And if you ever go to the South, if you're in Atlanta's airport, even if it's not baseball season, you either see Masters hats, SEC football hats, or Brave hats, impeccably run business. Uh, occasionally, they'll they'll lose a bidding war, and it seems like they've always got a good young ascending player through their farm system. They'll go out and occasionally buy guys, smart guys. They got a what do they got? A former Oakland A. That's a good team to buy a player <laughs> off of. A's are always shopping anybody that's good. Uh, with that, Nick Wright now joining us live. Calls first things first. Okay, so um, I said this yesterday. 19-year-olds have a right to be nervous. The first time they speak in public, their first job interview, 
or their first game of magnitude in the United States when they're the most talked about player. I thought Wemby was anxious, and when you're nervous, it sucks your energy. I thought by game two, he settled down. But I, you know, my takeaway was, yeah, he's, he's really, really good and really disruptive defensively. What was your take? Yeah, very similar. I, I just think the American sports viewing public is almost being primed to be disappointed by this kid no matter what he does because it is being he is being labeled has been labeled on draft lottery night the greatest prospect in not in the history of the NBA in the history of a <laughs> North American sports right. Colin you that you were old enough to remember that includes Tiger Woods who was 4 years old on national TV draining putts that includes Serena Williams, who I don't think ever lost an amateur match. That that includes, yes, of course, LeBron, but also Kareem, who won a combined seven state or national titles and lost three total games in high school and college. Like that, we're not being fair to what this young man will be. I do think he will instantly be a top-flight defensive player. And I think offensively, it will be a lot of what we saw this weekend, meaning a night where he looks out of his depth, gets pushed around, is sloppy with the ball, and a night where his shot is falling and he looks confident. But the the hiccup, even if you assume health for him, which is very tricky because the history of the league, guys over 7'3", almost all of them dealt with injuries, but assume health for him. The tricky thing will be this. He does not yet have a good jump shot. He has a good-looking jump shot, but he does not have a good jump shot. Until he develops that, his easiest buckets are going to be coming at the basket, and it does not seem like right now that's where he's comfortable playing. So my concern with Wimby is the same it's been for the last three months, which is a decade into his career, He could be a one-time league MVP, a one-time champion, and already a Hall of Famer, and people will be like, well, that was disappointing. If that's the expectation level, I think we're being a little unfair to him. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I said earlier, not a coincidence that Popovich signed a massive deal. They pulled him out of summer league. I've been told the Spurs are going to control him. Minutes, games played. They're going to empower Popovich. They're going to do it their way, and they don't care what Nike or the NBA or agents think. They're going to control him, the minutes, the games, which I, by the way, am I'm totally for that. To your point, bigs get hurt, especially when they're young, they're thin. Giannis Embiid early, so I I love it. Now, Boston has a history. Often African-American athletes have struggled with it. Like, it's historic, it's disgust. I live near Boston. Beyond that, for me, it's just different. They say fences make good neighbors. They don't say that about New York. They say it about New England. It is different. It is provincial. It is sort of, you know, they they live in their own, like, reality. That's fine. Um, But it is interesting that Damon's like, no interest at all in Boston. It's a pretty good organization. Do you think Dame and his agent now have reached a point where they're not being realistic that if that was the second place, that's a pretty good opportunity with Tatum and Porzingis and others and Jalen Brown potentially if you moved him or not. Yeah, well, I mean, sure, but Miami's a better team in a better city 
with the best coach as opposed to a guy who might be closer to the worst coach. So why would he not want Miami over that? Like, th- here's the thing on that. I, th- now, Boston, you're right, has a long, well-earned reputation on being very difficult for black athletes. Yeah. But there are, listen, Boston does not have a monopoly on racism in this country. Any, you go any place, you can find it. So I am not going to lay that entirely at their doorstep, but it does appear to hurt their ability, whether it's fair or not, to be a destination for NBA stars in free agency or in this version of trade free agency. Also, Boston, it looks like, does not want to trade Jalen Brown if they don't for Damian Lillard. If they don't want to trade Jalen Brown, then Miami has the better offer. My issue with so much of the kind of reporting and speculation around the Damian Lillard trade is there is almost unanimity that Miami's offer sucks. Now I don't think it does. I think it's okay. I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's a terrible offer. But here's what I do know. It's the only offer right now. People are like, well, Boston can make a better one. Well, they haven't. Philly reportedly is not offering up Tyrese Maxey, which means they don't have an offer. The Clippers want to get involved without offering Kawhi or Paul George, so they don't have an offer. So there is no other offer. Now, could a team like Minnesota, as I talked about last week, offer Carl Anthony Towns? Could a team like New Orleans offer Brandon Ingram? They could but they haven't. And until that happens, right now what we have is the only team in the game is Miami. It's also where Dame wants to go. And I think Portland is trying to drum up a market. But Dame's agent has done, I think, a good job of making it clear he only wants to go to Miami. And if you're another organization and he's about to be 33 years old with $210 million left on his deal, I think that's going to cool the marketplace a bit. He's going to end up in Miami. it, It might take some time, but I would be shocked if he ends up anywhere else. And also basketball wise, Colin, it does fit perfectly. Yes. Dame, yes. Jimmy, and Bam yes. are three. You might find a more talented top three players, but you won't find three that cover up each other's weaknesses and fill in the blanks better than those three would. Um, so yesterday or the day before, Chris Paul was interviewed by somebody, and you know, he, he, it's a, it was a tough situation where somebody goes, "Are you coming off the bench?" I'm not sure what you're supposed to say as an athlete. I don't know what I would have said, you know, as a perennial all-star and the guy that literally took yeah. Phoenix from bad to championship viable, that took Harden and made him yep. a team that should have beaten the Warriors. What is he supposed to say? It wasn't like. Mello, who never won, didn't elevate teammates, was clearly not the same player. Chris, in his worst year last year, on many nights, was still very, very good. Um, Do you see, though, um, do you see a little bit, he's an alpha, a little bit of pushback on the chemistry here if he doesn't start, or will he? Well, I don't think he can, I don't think he can start. Because here's the thing. So, Steph, Clay. Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. Who you send into the bench? I, the answer would be Clay. They're not doing that. 
So he can't start, right? Like this is, you're going to send Wiggins to the bench and play super small? No, you're not going to do that. Draymond obviously isn't coming off the bench, and you're not having Draymond as your starting center and putting Looney to the bench. So I do think CP3, from a basketball perspective, has to come off the bench. And on NBA 2K, I think this is a perfect fit. Have him play 20 minutes a game, keep him fresh, run the offense when Steph is on the bench, and you know hopefully he is healthy for a playoff run because his usage has been so low in the regular season. In real life, that is tricky. Not only because, so Chris Paul three years ago led the Suns to the finals. Two years ago led the league in assists and they were the one seed. And last year was top three in the league in assists. And people thought they were a fringe contender even before they brought in Kevin Durant. Now you're saying play two-thirds of the minutes and you are backing up a guy that you once considered your rival, a guy that you have a real history with. So I, I think it's going to be one of Kerr's toughest juggling acts, and I do not think it is out of the question that the reason they made this trade was we had to move off Jordan because the history with Draymond, it was not going to work. And now with Chris, we can try it out, but it ultimately he is an expiring contract that if we then wanted to move him along with one of the young guys like Jonathan Kaminga, maybe midseason we can acquire a player that fits better or acquire someone over six foot nine inches because Dario Saric right now is the only person on the roster that fills that bill. So I don't I think it is going to be a experiment that might not last the entire season. I gotta throw something at you. J Mac and I had a disagreement earlier. So Justin Jefferson was asked about the best quarterbacks in the league and he gave a list of the five best quarterbacks in the league. And Kirk Cousins was not on the list. I presume he was sixth. So uh, of the five best quarterbacks he mentioned, they were Mahomes, Rodgers, Burrow, Hurts, Allen. Great list. Don't need to argue about it. Should he have lied for the relationship? This is interesting. (laughs) Gosh, that's an interesting question. It is. Because if he's asked who is the best quarterback, he can't say Kirk. Right. Because then it's just like, okay, that's ridiculous. That's like the Tyree Kill stuff with Tua. He throws the prettiest ball I've ever seen. He's <laughs> the most accurate. It's like, okay, now no one will take you seriously on anything. Top five is you have enough wiggle room that you could <laughs> kick out Rodgers and include Kirk. Yeah. I respect it. I respect the fact that he was just like, nah, man, these rankings matter. This is my word on this. I'm giving it. I, gosh, that is such a fascinating thing. I didn't hear. Did you think he should have lied, Colin? No, I, I back Justin Jefferson. It invalidates the list if he just start like if he'd said, okay, I think it's Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins. We're like, uh, okay, that's that would be like naming the five best restaurants, and then you get to, you know, you name these Zagat-rated restaurants, and then you get to five and go, uh, five guys. Uh, it's like, well, it's a burger yeah, joint. It's not really, you don't consider it that. So uh, sure. J-Mac thinks, he says he teaches his children to occasionally lie. Uh, sometimes, you know, the white lies. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, 
But I, you, so I. You oh yeah. Well, listen. You know, I, I, I do agree that a case. Listen, it can't. As you would say, Colin, lying can't be your fastball. But it's nice to have access to it. It's nice to have that in your bag. And I agree with J Mac that part of good parenting is making sure your children understand it's available to you when needed. I do agree with that. On the specific quarterback rankings, I think. I think it's okay because I don't think Kirk Cousins considers himself top five. Thank you. I think that is more yes. of the issue. I think if I think if it were a top ten yeah. and he left him out, yes. I think that if if someone says to you, Colin, who do you think, take yourself out of it, is the best sportscaster in the world? Yeah. If you don't say me, I'm not bothered at all. But if they were like, hey, give me your top ten and I don't make it, I'm wounded. <laughs> <laughs> because I do think I'm in that list. So, uh, so the um, now my big issue, of course, is that he has Josh Allen on it over the prince that was promised, Trevor Lawrence. But that's an issue I'll talk to Justin about privately. Um, but I think leaving Kirk out is fine. Yeah. For the record, the knock on Kirk Cousins is lack of confidence in big games. So to Nick's point, I don't think he thinks he's top five. That's the knock on him. It's like, I'd rather have a guy that Baker thought he was like second. You know, I didn't love Baker, but I appreciate the confidence. Like Kirk could be like nine. He thinks he's 13. That's why he shrinks in big games, maybe. Oh, that's Mm. a good take. That's a good take. So then I guess that might actually, though, and not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but you might have just argued yourself into J-Mac being right. That if Justin Jefferson really wants to win, the only way to get over the next hop <laughs> is for Kirk Cousins' confidence to go up. So he maybe should have just said, it's five Kirk Cousins. I'll take that over everything and just walked away. I don't know. But I like that topic. That is a great July topic. It really is. We might use do that on the show. <laughs> we it. might have to throw out our rundown. Uh, you, you have my blessing. There you go. Nick Wright, first things Thank first. Thank you. Um, yeah. By the way, I was talking to Nick. I, I lived near Boston for 10 years, and there's been this racial component and players not feeling, uh, you know, liked or respected. Jalen Brown's reportedly never been happy there. Uh, I can't speak to that. But I will tell you is that when I lived there, my wife and I loved going to New York and didn't like going to Boston. Now, I think the Boston area, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, the Rhode Island area, New England's best place in America in the summer. June, July, August, early September, prettiest place I've ever been. Perfect weather, nice breeze off the Atlantic. It's amazing, but it's not overly friendly. And one of the reasons I wrote about this in my first book is Boston people vacation in Boston. They don't even leave for vacation. Cape, Nantucket, the vineyards, uh, Boston people stay in Boston to get educated. The kids don't leave. Great prep schools, 51 universities in the Boston metro area or something like that. So it's a highly provincial area. When I used to work at ESPN, they would give us research on the cities and the markets, how much they watched syndicated radio, listen to syndicated radio or watch TV. Boston was always the lowest is that Boston sort of lives for Boston. They love their Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, Patriots. They don't give a rip about anybody. They educate in Boston. They summer in Boston. You go down to Miami, it's New Yorkers everywhere. There are a lot of Boston guys. So uh, for whatever reason, uh, we never found it to be a friendly city, although I love it in the summers. So some of it is just Damian Lillard uh, is against playing for the Celtics. Considering how legendary the brand is, and how you know they've got really smart people running it, um, you know it, it it it's surprising to me he wouldn't go. 
I could play with Tatum, Porzingis. I mean, you'd have to give up Jalen Brown. I don't know. I, I just, uh, and I am in no way uh, limiting the discussion on issues for black players. I, that's been the reputation forever. But I can tell you, it's, it's, it's a, a place, if you go into Boston, there's an old saying, fences make good neighbors. It's not really friendly to outsiders. It's never been. I never felt welcome. New York, first time I drove in, I got lost. I pulled over. I went to the sidewalk. They talked very fast. They're in a hurry. Couldn't have been nicer. It was just different. New York, New York always feels like they love visitors. They love to show off their city. But Boston, not so much. It's like, like a private club. I always felt that way. Now, you're a Philadelphia guy. I am absolutely not so, a Philadelphia well, guy. Just because we lived outside of Philly for seven but years. Is, but am I wrong no. on the feeling about Boston? I mean, there literally is a saying, fences make good neighbors I, I'm in New England. I'm not a guy to ask about Boston. I don't like the city. I've been there a few times. I don't like any of the teams. It, does, it just doesn't do I much. have a couple friends who are from Boston who are nice guys. Yeah. But they're out of Boston now. <laughs> you know, they're not still there. Yeah. Um, to go back to Kirk Cousins for a quick second. Yeah. So you made some reference to, oh, if I'm naming restaurants and... And then I threw in five guys. I Is like five fun. guys throwing you touchdown passes? By the way, uh, I looked it up during the break. Kirk Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers last year? Kirk Cousins hasn't beat in every single statistical last category. Last year. Well, that's the question. Well, that was Aaron's worst year. Well, maybe he's on his way down, big guy. I don't know. Maybe he is. Hopefully not in New York. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the Kirk Cousins You think thing, he should have put him five? You got to put him top five. You have to. He's your quarterback. Yeah. You think uh, a Jaguars receiver would not list Trevor Lawrence top five? Yeah, but Trevor Lawrence is great. You can argue he should be in the top five. You can't. Okay, Jack ar- Prescott's receiver. You think he's going to put him top five? Of course. By the way, Kirk Cousins thirteen and four last year. Quarterback records. They matter. One more herd. The herd streams twenty four hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. 
Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Show sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy, 10% off if you sign up today. It's online, private, built for your convenience, online therapy. First month, 10% off. Go to B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash herd. BetterHelp.com slash herd. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's talk about the Chiefs and Bengals, that great quarterback rivalry between Burrow and Mahomes. A lot of trash talk this offseason. It seems like it's mostly fun, but Burrow has stopped. He said, uh, you know, the best thing about it is it's all settled on the field, so we'll see them in December. I kind of like that. I like the, the NFL needs to lean totally into this, the way the NBA has all this like online chatter among players. Like, that's good for the sport. Gets the young guys involved, you know, young people. Who are living online all day. I, I like this Burrow-Mahomes stuff. Well, Burrow and Mahomes both, though, have their fun. But they're really all about football when football season starts. Like, I, I, I'm i I'm okay doing whatever you want to do in the offseason. But I think what makes them very Brady and Manning is it's all about winning once the season starts. Not about getting the biggest contract. It's never been the deal. It's not about getting the most money. It's about getting a good deal and being able to... Also, good friends with their best players. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. So they both, they all, they, here's the thing. Structurally, historically, the Chiefs are better run than the Bengals. But I would say coach, quarterback, chemistry, Chiefs, Bengals, really strong. I still don't trust the Brown family as much as the Hunt family. And I think Brett Veach may be the best general manager currently in the NFL. So I still think the top of the Chiefs, at the very top, is better than the top of the Bengals. And I think over time, that produces more success, more wins, better drafts. Feels like the new uh, Brady Manning a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. All right, next up, the Colts. Anthony Richardson was the fourth overall pick. And that he would be their QB of the future. But, you know, their owner loves to meddle. And Jim Ursay made it clear that he would like to see Richardson get the start right away. As you guys know, Peyton's year, we were 3-13. and 13. That's a guy who played a lot of college games and was really prepared as much as he could be for the league. So for Anthony Richardson, it's going to be tough. We know that. But he has to play to get better. I mean, there's no question. Gardner Minshew could come out and play better early on, him just being a veteran. But we have to get Anthony on the field. And that's Shane Steichen's call when he decides to do it. Doesn't sound like his call, does it? Well, I mean, listen, they're not going to be a great team. So to me, I'd play him pretty soon. i just put him out there and let him go. Huh. Also, we look, at him, we look at him as a great athlete. This is what he is so far. The proof so far in his football career is a great athlete, playmaker. 
not going to be brilliant in the pocket because he hasn't done it enough. He only played 13 games. So it takes even guys that come out of college with two or three years starting, it takes them two or three years to get everything down to really see the field, the audibles at a layered level. So let's just get out. Let's be honest about what he is. He's a great athlete so far. And the way to learn on the job, that's how you got you to play him. So if this a was a playoff team, it'd be different. So I think he can athletically Mah- win games right now. I don't think he's going to win any game sitting and watching. Mahomes is a two or three year starter in college. He had, and, sat for a year. That's right. And still, why, can't, why aren't well, you okay with Richardson sitting? Well, well, Mahomes also admitted it took him two full years of starting. And Mahomes is a sharp kid. He admitted year three, the game slowed down. So why don't we sit Richardson? Because Kansas City was a playoff team, and there was value in the building of a veteran pro Alex bowler. Smith. Okay. I mean, this is a young kid and a bad team. Get him out there and let him. But don't you think there is a little concern that, hey, man, he's in over his head. He looks like Zach there's, Wilson. There's no question he's over his head. There's no question he is. Lamar, probably a little. Year one, week I mean, 11. baby Trey Lance when he came with the to the Niners. I think it's different. I think if you are, I mean, like Anthony Richardson is insanely raw. Like almost, he's the opposite of Kenny Pickett. So what did I argue last year for Kenny Pickett? Just get him out there and let him play. He's got so many, he's going to be a little over his skis for the first year. But by the end of year one, Pickett was kind of decent. Not great, but he was decent. With Anthony Richardson, when you know what his strength is and you know what the weakness of the team is, which is playmakers... He's your best playmaker. Get him out there. The final point I would make is the Colts have a brand new head coach. Like the Chiefs with Alex Smith had Andy Reid. Yeah. They got Shane Steichen. It's not just a brand new head coach. He's never been a head coach in his life. Yeah, I know. Like, isn't that a little too much to put on his plate? Like babying a, you know, a young quarterback who Let's say, doesn't have, I don't, what does he have, 15 college starts? This was a team with an elite receiving tight end core. Now they have a great back. And, and, and it was a team that uh, could score, stay in games. This is a team that needs playmakers. This kid's their best playmaker. Put him out there and let him let him create stuff. Right. I, 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 just, I, I think Anthony Richardson is going to be a unique playmaker. He's just not ready because of his lack of college experience to sit there and command the huddle and audible in and out of eight plays. That's hard for Kenny Pickett, who started for four years. So to me, what he brings to the table, it's great now. Let him be great now at what he does now, which is playmaking. All right, final story uh, to someone who's not great at something. Uh, So the Lakers, they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals last year with that revamp roster. They're keeping the core together, which is, you know, one of the team's goals. Darvin Ham thinks his group has what it takes to win it all? All right. Hell yeah, without question. That's what we're in it for. We're about winning around here and winning big. It's not just about, hey, we made the playoffs. We're trying to get to that pinnacle and conquer it. Oh Colin, what? You you said earlier in the show how, um, I forget who it was, but you should just stop talking. Uh, uh, Cronin of, well, of this, the Glazers. What, is, what is Darvin Ham doing? Well, this is what coaches have to do. I will say this. My favorite Lakers story is the one that came out yesterday that you talked about where the Lakers are not going to give Anthony Davis a contract extension right now. And I thought, wow, the Lakers are growing up. You ever have a friend who makes good money, but he's more interested in like owning watches or having a cool car, and then after a while he grows up and starts a 401k and you're like, oh, okay, he finally gets it. Like the Lakers have been for so many years here, star obsessed, star driven, caving. I like what the Lakers are doing now. I think they understand 
that the Clippers are figuring this out. If you go look in Los Angeles between Paul George, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, LeBron, those not one of those players has given you 60 games since the pandemic. Since the pandemic. And so the Clippers, Steve Ballmer, I'm told, is not going to give those guys extensions. So why should the Lakers? That's the story. Darvin Ham's a nice guy. I think he's actually not getting the credit he deserves. Made some good adjustments late in the I season. I thought so. But I think as the league... As the, we, we, and by the way, Anthony Davis played Jokic. Jokic was better, but Anthony put up good numbers too. He shot 50%, Jokic 27 a game. Used him. Well, Come but on. he had 27 and 13 rebounds. He was very good. Jokic is the best player in the world. I think Anthony Davis has value. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is the Lakers... I like this sort of Rob Palenka, Genie bus. This is a franchise that's been a mess for a lot of the last 10 years. You can't get a ticket. They they don't need to be beholden to extending players who can't give them 75 games a year. Agreed. To to your point, you love to do a championship bubble. Yeah. Are the Lakers in the bubble or outside or on, like, the bubble? It's a weird bubble. To win the title. Well, if Dame goes to Miami, they're in. If he doesn't, are they? They were an eight seed last year, and they got just got rid of Vincent and Struess and Shooters. Okay. So, I mean, like, what what is Miami this morning? Without Dame, they wouldn't be in my top five. With him, they would arguably be one. So, so a lot so of they'd be on the bubble. I mean, I don't even know what to do with Boston. Oh, they don't have a point guard. They let go of one of their better bench players. They don't have a point guard. Porzingis has been a guy that's historically gotten hurt. And Tatum and Jalen Brown, situationally, are hot and cold. So like, today, do you have Boston better than the Lakers? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I got two guys, LeBron and Austin Reeves, that can generate, initiate offense. Boston doesn't have one. Brogdon's injury is supposed to be serious. Not great. And Marcus Smart's gone. And I don't know. I, I, so I, Austin I look Reeves at the can initiate th- offense, but not Jason Tatum? Well, by the way, that's not what you want, though. That You don't want Jason Tatum having to get us into our offense, like the Clippers, having Kawhi get us into the offense. That's not what you want. You want your Steph Curry, your Jalen Brunson. You know, you want your guard getting you into the offense. Dame, if he goes to Miami, he's going to get them into their offense. I don't know. The NBA bubble... Dame changes it. This is a weird heel turn for you. Toward, uh, uh, this Tatum, just I, I don't I don't know what he's got to do to get respect from you. My gosh, Jason Tatum. Oof. He's a good player, very good player. Is he special? <laughs> I, you know what? Wait, he, no, he, he, he is all special. All NBA first team two years in a row. Yeah. Is he special? No, he is. He is. By the way, you can win a championship with Jason Tatum as your number one player. Absolutely. I don't think you're going to be all-time special, which the two great Boston teams, okay. the Bird team and the Russell team, were all-time special. That's their standard. That is their standard, all-time special. Winning a title, Mavs, Raptors, that's special. Is that even possible anymore now? Being those all-time teams with created dynasties? Yeah. Five years, last five years, five different champions. The NBA is adjusting the salary cap so they don't have these dynasties and these, like, uh, three-headed superstar teams. Like, they don't want that anymore. I think it's a mistake, but that's just me. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I can think two things. I don't think NBA veteran players need to play 82 games. I would probably play my guys 68. But when you have four stars in L.A., 
LeBron AD, Paul George, Kawhi, and none of them have given you more than 60 games since 2018. And that was a pandemic year when everybody got a midseason rest. <laughs> so, And those, those guys are getting older, not younger. So are we going to get to a point where you don't get 50 games from them? Yeah, it's an issue. I, I don't think you should extend. I think panic uh, buries franchises. I, I just I said last week, I thought it was great that the Knicks said, we like Paul George. We're not, we're not extending him. We're not extending Paul George. I like Paul George too. I'm not getting four and five years. He can't stay healthy. That's his reality. So I, the Lakers not extending AD is what we've been saying is, why do I got to give you a contract early? I would never give a contract early to a player who increasingly can't stay healthy. That's not even a smart tank. It's like business one-on-one. If you had a quarterback that played 11 games, he played 12, then last year 11, are you going to extend him? He's going the opposite direction. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This summer, it's the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup with the defending champs, USA, chasing a historic third win in a row. Don't miss the action when the tournament kicks off July 20th on the networks of Fox Sports. Love World Cups. You and I both love World Cups. You know, it's so funny for soccer for years and years. You know, there's meatheads everywhere, and some people just never evolve. It's like it's like the hazing scandal <clears throat> at Northwestern. I'm not a big fan of hazing. I think there's mild hazing that goes on all so, all over stuff. Uh, could be military, could be high school football. There's mild stuff. Some of the stuff at Northwestern feels degrading and gross. Uh, but you know, there's 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 going to be guys out there that are like, well, I dealt with it, so the world changes, right? Like things change. A lot of people, like forty percent of people, never leave their area code. They don't want change. They like what they like. They go to the same school, same bar, same. They just don't like change. Some of this stuff, mild hazing, you're never going to avoid. It's silly stuff. I grew up in a very wet part of the country. We didn't do a lot of hazing, but, you know, the guys, quarterback, I was a quarterback. I never got hit. You know, if the guys all jumped on you in a rainy day and and, and you got soaking wet, you understood it. Some of the stuff here just sounds like, guys, it's 2023. Like, come on, do better. Uh, And then all of a sudden you get cover-ups and you got higher attorneys and multiple players talk. You and I can go back on hazing. I'm not a fan of it. I think some of it's unavoidable. But what I will say about coaches, you can't make eight, nine, ten million dollars a year, whatever these coaches make, like a Rick Patino when he was at Louisville or a Pat Fitzgerald. And you can't give me this song and dance of, well, I didn't know anything about it. Nothing you're supposed to know. They're 18-year-old kids. If I entrust my son or daughter to you and we're 12 states away and there's stuff going on, uh, I, I want to know about it. Again, I'm not, I'm not precious here. I know not everybody knows everything. There's a lot of players. But I just when I read the Northwestern stuff, my takeaway is some of this stuff is degrading, kind of gross. It can't go on for years and years. you got to know something. If the student newspaper knows about it, then the football players know about it. And if the student newspaper knows about it, they're talking. And the football players know about it, they're talking. Not a single coach knew anything about it. I find it really, really hard to believe. And it's always where all these coaches go. I got nothing against Pat Fitzgerald, but this is always where all the coaches go. Whenever there's a problem, I had no idea. That's not a legitimate excuse. There's a reasonable accountability a college coach has to have. Now, <clears throat> an NFL coach, it's not the same. They're paid. They're employees. They're grown-ups. They're married. It's not the same for a Bill Belichick. It's not the same for an Andy Reid. These are grown-ups. It's, the, the one, it's a whole different ballgame. But if I'm a parent sending my kid to you nine states away, you know, and you're selling me on, we'll take care of your daughter. We'll take care of your son. My kid's up there. You know, it's school. Northwestern's a hard school. My kids are from Arizona. You know, I want some accountability in the program. 
And I'm not saying these kids, I mean, nobody died. I'm not saying that. But there is a reasonable responsibility, reasonable, that coaches know about this stuff. And by the way, these college coaching staffs, basketball and football, are large. There's a lot of eyes, trainers, assistants, position coaches. Nobody knew anything for a decade, nothing. You know, that goes. that's like the old saying, uh, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Like, you, you got to know something. You had to hear something. You didn't take a senior aside and say, hey, let's, let's monitor this stuff. Peyton Manning hated hazing on rookies. Hated it. Hour three next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 